0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book The Little Prince. In the 1940s, World War II swept the world. It brought not only chaos, but also spiritual decline. German philosopher Martin Heidegger described the era as the destitute time and the time of world's night. When the darkness descended upon the people in the turbulent age, how should they free themselves from the difficult circumstances? Famous French writer and aviator Antoine de Saint-Exupéry gave his answer in The Little Prince. Both a writer and a pilot, Saint-Exupéry was not the first who wrote about aviation but he was the first author to explore life and civilization through aviation. In his works, St. Exupery was committed to re-explore spiritual life, which he believed was above intelligence and in line with human needs, it would guide people in their journey of self-discovery and lead to their true essence. In the wake of the war, people, devastated, craved warmth and wisdom to comfort the anguish and vulnerability of their souls. It was where the little prince came in. To this day, this book still serves the purpose as the author wished, to nourish people's souls. It is a timeless story that remains a solace to us all. The Little Prince is a children's story that touches even the adults' hearts, as the author said, all grown-ups were once children. From the point of view of a pilot, the book recounts the journey of a young prince who travels to Earth from an alien planet. The irony, fantasy, truth. And philosophy embedded in the story have made it one of the most famous children's books in France and later across the world. It is hailed as one of the most read books after the Bible. The young blonde prince with melancholy eyes and a long scarf that flutters in the wind crosses the vast desert and into our hearts, bringing generations of readers a beautiful tale and the wisdom it contains. Next, let us explore the ageless story written for you and me through three important angles part one the boy from the stars part two symbolism part three the message behind the Tale. the narrator of this story is a pilot when he was six years old he saw an interesting picture in a book the picture featured a boa constrictor swallowing a beast he learned to draw a similar picture himself the first drawing he created was that of a boa constrictor digesting an elephant but he could only draw the shape. He showed it to the adults and asked them if they were frightened, to which the adults replied, Frighten? Why should anyone be frightened by a hat? Hence, the young boy made his second drawing, which showed the inside of the boa constrictor. This time, everyone could clearly see an elephant being disgusted inside its stomach. Still, the adults were unmoved. Instead they told the boy to stop drawing boa constrictors and spend his time learning geography, history, arithmetic, and grammar. The six-year-old then gave up on pursuing a career as a painter and became a pilot. Years passed, and the pilot has grown into a seemingly serious adult, but in truth, he has always kept his first drawing. When he encounters someone who seems to be clear-sighted, he will show them the picture. If the other person says that it's a hat, the pilot will avoid talking about boa constrictors, primeval forests, or stars and instead talk about things that adults like, such as bridge, golf, politics, or necties. The pilot doesn't like spending time with these serious adults, and he has always felt alone. This changes one day when he has an accident and encounters someone he can share his thoughts with. The accident leaves the pilot stranded in the Sahara desert alone, with only enough water to last him for one week. Hence, he must fix the engine within a week. On the first night, the pilot sleeps in the quiet desert by himself, completely isolated. But at sunrise, he is awakened by a strange voice that says, If you please, draw me a sheep. Hearing that, the pilot springs up, utterly shocked. He blinks hard and looks around, only to find an extraordinarily small person before him. The stranger is none other than the little prince, our protagonist. Astonished, the pilot stares at the little guy who comes out of nowhere and asks him what he is doing in the desert. The little prince does not answer the question. Instead, he repeats his request in a low voice. The pilot doesn't know how to draw sheep, so he hands his boa constrictor drawing to the little prince. Surprisingly enough, the boy rejects it, saying that he does not want the elephant in the boa constrictor. Stunned by his response, the pilot begins his attempts at drawing a sheep. He makes several drawings for the little prince, who is unsatisfied with all of them on the grounds they are sickly, horned, or too old. The pilot, who is eager to fix his aircraft, becomes impatient, so he draws a box and claims the sheep that the little prince asked for is inside. Unexpectedly, the little prince is pleased and says that this is exactly what he wants. That is how the two characters get to know each other. Through their conversation, the pilot finds out about the little prince's origin. The small boy came from an asteroid called B612, which is not much bigger than a house. On this planet, seeds are hidden out of sight. They sleep quietly under the ground, and then suddenly stretch upward and grow into tender shoots. If it is a seedling of radish or a rose, the little prince would let it grow at will. But if it is a seed of a baobab tree, he must weed it out immediately, for when the baobab tree grows larger, it will occupy the entire planet. Its roots and branches spread everywhere, eventually splitting the planet into pieces. Therefore, the little prince scoured the planet and inspected the seedlings carefully every morning to remove hidden dangers. On his small planet, the little prince took pleasure in watching the setting sun. He could see the sunset at any time just by moving his chair a few steps. One day, when he was particularly sad, the little prince watched the sunset 44 times. Apart from the sunset, there is another that the little prince adores, a rose. This rose was different from other flowers that bloomed and withered quietly on the planet. Before the rose blossomed, she stayed in her bud and dressed herself slowly, day after day, until the sun rose one morning. When she finally showed herself, the little prince was awestruck, and he couldn't help but praise her beauty. The rose was not humble at all, and happily accepted his compliment. As they began to spend more time together, the rose tormented the little prince with her paranoia and vanity. She asked for breakfast. She complained about drafts and wanted him to shield her with a screen or a glass globe and even started to cough. Exhausted, the little prince said to himself softly, this flower is a very complex creature, despite his love for the rose, he felt worn out and prepared to leave the planet. On the day of his departure, the little prince carefully cleaned out the small volcanoes on the planet, pulled out the baobab shoots, and watered the rose for the last time. When he was about to put the glass globe over her, the little prince was close to tears. He bade the rose farewell, who said nothing at first. Later on, she broke the silence and confessed that she, too, loved the little prince. But she had been behaving in such a silly manner and failed to express her love to him in ways that he understood. Admitting her fault, the rose asked for the little prince's forgiveness and hoped that he would find happiness. She also added that she didn't really need a windshield, explaining that her cold was not that bad. As she spoke, she urged the little prince to go, for she did not want him to see her cry. She was a proud flower after all. After saying goodbye to the rose, the little prince began his adventure. He visited six nearby asteroids before coming to Earth. The little prince landed in the Sahara Desert. As he wondered if he had come to the wrong planet, the little prince suddenly spotted a snake in the color of moonlight. The snake told the little prince that he was indeed on earth. It also claimed that it could send him home. The little prince turned down the snake's offer and moved on. He came before a garden and was surprised to find that all the flowers there looked exactly like his rose. After chatting with them, the little prince learned that these flowers were all roses. He was devastated, because his flower had once said that she was the only one of her kind in the universe. But now, there were five thousand roses exactly like her in this garden alone. As the little prince wept, a fox appeared in front of him. Struck by the animal's beauty, the little prince wanted to play with it. However, the fox said no, for he had not been tamed. The boy was intrigued and asked what it meant, So the fox explained that to tame something was to establish ties with it. Before being tamed, the fox saw the little prince as merely one of the hundred thousand other little boys in the world. Likewise, the fox would be nothing more than the hundred thousand other foxes to the little prince. But if he tamed the fox, they would be unique to each other. After explaining the meaning, the fox remembered how boring its current life was, and thus grew the urge to be tamed. If you tame me, the fox told the little prince, it will be as if the sun came to shine on my life. Please, tame me. So the little prince did as he was told. Soon, came the day they parted ways, the fox was feeling melancholy, and it almost cried. At the same time, it did not regret being tamed, because it felt immense joy in this relationship. From now on, as long as it saw the wheat field as blonde as the little prince's hair, the fox would feel happy and content. Before they parted, the fox told the little prince a secret. It said, it is only with the heart that one can see rightly, what is essential is invisible to the eye. In other words, the little prince's rose might be indistinguishable from any of the roses in the garden, but the time he spent with her made the rose important. The fox told the little prince to never forget the rose, because he must be responsible for what he tamed. The little prince repeated the words of the fox and walked on. He then met the pilot shortly after. After listening to the little prince's story, the pilot is deeply moved by his devotion to the rose. Meanwhile, it is the eighth day since the pilot crashed in the desert. He has drunk the last drop of water and still hasn't fixed his aircraft. To search for water, the pilot and the little prince wander aimlessly in the boundless desert. The boy comments that the desert is beautiful because there is a well hidden somewhere beneath. A realization dawns on the pilot, and he now understands what lies behind the mysterious radiation of the sand. The well is a treasure, which makes the desert fascinating. But no one has managed to find it because no one has ever looked for it. The pilot realized that, as the fox said, what is most important is invisible. Delighted by the revelation, the pilot carefully holds the sleeping boy in his arms like a fragile treasure, and continues to search for the well. At last, he finds one at daybreak. When the two are drinking water, the little prince says that the men in the desert raised five thousand roses in a garden yet did not find what they sought in it. In truth, They could have found what they wanted in only one stalk of rose or a bit of water. But they couldn't just find it with their eyes. One has to look for what is important with their heart. The pilot agrees. At the little prince's request, the pilot draws a muzzle for his sheep to prevent the sheep from harming his rose. Then the little prince says that it has also been a year since he came to earth, and they are near the spot where he landed. The pilot feels a sudden pang of sorrow and suspects that their encounter might not be a coincidence. The little prince is about to return home. He was on his way to the place he first landed when he met the pilot. The pilot asks the boy about this plan, and the latter admits it without saying a word. He asks the pilot to go back and fix his aircraft engine. The little prince will wait for him here tomorrow evening. The next evening, When the pilot returns, he sees the little prince sitting on a wall with his legs hanging in the air and speaking to someone. The pilot approaches, only to realize that the boy is talking to a deadly yellow snake. He hears the little prince say, Now go away. I want to get down from the wall. The pilot takes out his revolver and runs over. Sensing his presence, the snake slithers across the sand like a spray of a fountain and vanishes among the rocks. The pilot rushes to the wall, catching the little prince in his arms just in time. He hears the boy's heartbeats and notes that they sound like that of a dying bird shot with a rifle. The little prince first congratulates the pilot on fixing his engine, and then reveals that he, too, is about to go home. The pilot cannot bear the thought of never hearing his laughter again, but the little prince says that as long as the pilot remembers that he is laughing on one of the stars in the sky, it will feel as if all the stars are laughing. That way, when the pilot looks into the night sky, he will see laughing stars that jingle like little bells. This is the little prince's gift to the pilot, 500 million little bells. The boy likens it to the water from the well that the pilot fed him, adding when he looks at the stars from his home planet, he shall instead see 500 million springs of fresh water. In the end the little prince explains that his home is too far away and the journey is long. He cannot travel with his body. That is why he asked the snake for help. He does not want the pilot to see how it happens because it makes him look like he is dead. But the pilot refuses to leave him. After the little prince says everything he needs to say, he takes a step forward. Just then, the snake emerges and flashes past his ankle, and the boy falls as gently as a tree falls. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.